Welcome to Cross Communities Podcast. We're glad you're here to listen today. We hope that today's message will strengthen your faith and help you to love God and people more. Bible, both here or online, whether it's in book form or whether it's in app form uh, or somehow online, go ahead and open your Bibles and find your way to Matthew chapter 18. Matthew chapter 18, we're going to begin at verse 11 and move uh, then all the way down through to verse 14. Matthew chapter 18 beginning at verse 11. Now, if you're trying to find verse 11, some of you are probably having some trouble. This is just a little glitch. This is not meant to get us on to some King James Version only conspiracy theory. What this means is that verse 11 was in there in some of the old Greek manuscripts, and then scholars began to find copies of older manuscripts that did not have verse 11. If you don't believe me, just there's probably a footnote in your Bible somewhere. And so they began to leave that verse out, and it would just go from verse 10 to verse 12. And what they're seeing is that it's just a copy of what was written in Luke around this time. And so here it is. This is not meant to be a conspiracy. I just wanted to read that verse because I think it sets us up really well today. So if your Bible doesn't include it, you can look down in your footnote. It probably does. Or you can read on the screen behind me or on the screen in your home as we read. Let's move to that next slide, James. For the Son of Man came to seek and to save the lost. What do you think? If a man owns a hundred sheep and one of them wanders away, will he not leave the ninety-nine in the hills and go and look for the one who wandered off? And if he finds it, I tell you the truth, he is happier about that one sheep than about the ninety-nine that did not wander off. In the same way, your Father in heaven is not willing that any of these little ones should be lost. This is the word of God for the people of God, and our response is, thanks be to God. Well, it is Mother's Day, and I am so grateful. My mom is here. My wife, who is a mom, is online watching at home with our son, And uh, my mother-in-law joins us uh, almost weekly, if not right on Sunday, some other time. And so I am so grateful for these three women in my life. And I know our series theme is family vacation. And I have this question for you and for you online. You can put something in the comments section below. Um, Do family vacations actually take place without moms? Exactly. If you couldn't hear that online, there was a clear and concise, no, they do not. They do not take place without moms. There's something about moms that get us on those vacations. And they approach those vacations with a purpose. Now, the purpose may be different in different circumstances, but it's usually something along the lines of to get away, to get out of the house, out of the routine, with the family, to have some fun, to have some relaxation, And to just reconnect together. 
That's usually that purpose. And then moms go about having a plan. And they plan those things of what is going to happen on this vacation. Are we going to an amusement park? Are we going to the beach? Are we going camping? Where are we going? And then they just seem to realize. Now, moms, you've probably seen it. I still remember as a kid. There are times when you're crammed in the car with your brothers or with your siblings or or just with your family and you're bored. And there there tends to be these times where... mm, They fight in the back seat. Your kids would never do that, right? And and it's just like dads will say, don't make me turn this car around. Or don't make me pull over, I'll come back there. But moms, they patiently pursue. I remember mom, you know, would, would, I don't know, did you go to the dollar store if they had that back then? She would just pull things magically out of her purse. That would materialize as a brand new game or a snack or some kind of something that would happen. She would patiently pursue to bring the family back to the purpose and back to the plan of what was happening. And she would use every possibility to keep that purpose and that plan moving forward in that family vacation. To keep us focused. Now, what has this got to do with our scripture? Well, I believe that today, this shepherd imagery that Jesus gives us here in this gospel, that he gave to his disciples so long ago and to the crowds that were overhearing this, I believe that it really syncs with this motherly heart of God in this shepherd who also has a purpose. And this shepherd's purpose, for what we can deduce is that this shepherd has a hundred sheep and he needs to get them fed and sheep eat and eat and eat until there is nothing left in a certain field and so you have to move them to keep them filled you have to move them to greener pastures and so the shepherd is doing this and that's his purpose to keep his sheep fed and on the move so that they can continue to eat he has a plan of how to get there. It's that the Bible says, or Jesus says, that we, he's taking them into the hills where maybe the grass is now beginning to blossom in spring. How many of you, your grass is already beginning to blossom? My goodness, it was like hay, a hay field in my backyard. He needs to move the sheep and get them there. He has a plan to get them there. And all of a sudden, he realizes that one of the sheep has wandered off. And so, he patiently pursues them. Now, I know there's this this idea, and we spend a lot of time here, a lot of sermons you've probably heard, even those of you online have probably heard the sermon of, it doesn't make sense, you just let the one go, and you, you focus on the 99, but that's not how Jesus has this shepherd go. He's like, no, he has a plan for a hundred sheep, and he has a, a purpose for a hundred sheep to get fed, and he has a plan to get them there, and one has wandered off, and now, just like those moms, he is going to patiently pursue them. To find out and use every means available, every possibility to bring that sheep back into the purpose and the plan of what that shepherd has in mind. To keep them fed and to keep them moving. And he will continue to purposefully do this. Because this is just like sheep. 
Now, sometimes it's hard when Jesus uses these agricultural metaphors because many of us did not grow up around farms or near sheep. And so I found a video that I wanted to show you that just kind of illustrates what sheep are like. So James has that ready for us to go. And let's watch this. So this is going to be an ongoing thing for our shepherds. Just like moms. Is one settling of an argument the end of it? No. There's a reason why Jesus compared us to sheep. This is going to be something that this shepherd is probably going to do, and he's going to patiently pursue that sheep and use everything possible. You saw a belt. A a, a shepherd might use a piece of cloth or a belt to tie that sheep up to maybe pull them out or maybe to lead them along. He might have a staff that would herd them along. He's going to use every possibility. So that he can patiently pursue them to get them back into the purpose of having 100 sheep move to greener pastures. And he has a plan to get there. Now when Jesus uses this metaphor, Jesus is talking about God. He's saying this shepherd is like God. And you may have an idea of God as this angry person who's up there just waiting for you to step out of line so he can smash you on the head. Or punish you in some way. And Jesus is saying, no, let me give you a new metaphor. God is like a shepherd. And and God has a purpose in the world. He has a purpose. And that purpose, he says, Jesus says, is that he is not willing that any of these little ones should be lost. That's verse 14. That God has a powerful purpose in the world that the same way the Father in heaven is not willing that anyone should be lost. Instead of God looking down with a, with just, you know, trying to keep score and, and keep people in line, God is one who is not willing. He has a deep desire and purpose that not one would be lost. He is constantly looking, constantly keeping an eye because His purpose is that not one would be lost. But not only does he have a purpose, just like those moms and just like the shepherd, God has a plan. And that's our mysterious verse 11. That he would send Jesus, the Son of Man, to seek and to save that one that was lost. That you should know that it is God's heart that no one, no matter whether what you feel about them, there is no one. God's purpose is to seek, to, to make sure that not one is lost. And he has sent Jesus to seek and save anyone who would be lost. And that Jesus came to show us that he would patiently pursue anyone and use every possibility to try and accomplish the Father's purpose and to bring them back onto the plan to begin to go and to seek and to save that which is lost. Now, that that using of that every resource, that that 
patiently pursuing. The fancy word that we use in the church of the Nazarene for that is called prevenient grace. Or the grace that goes before. It is God who has this purpose, this heart, to say, I don't want anyone to be lost. And I have sent my one and only Son to seek and to save. And He is willing to do everything, to patiently pursue and to use every possibility to get your attention, to lead you back, to give you the ability even to choose to enter into the relationship with the Father whose purpose is that none would be lost. So He sent Jesus to seek and to save with His plan to again patiently pursue and use every possibility to get your attention, to get your attention, to get your attention, to, to get you online. You may be just scrolling through right now and you just happen to land. And I want you to know that might be one of these things that we talk about or we call prevenient grace. That God is trying to get your attention right now. Listen in because he wants you to know that God's heart is that not one person would be lost. And he sent Jesus to seek and to save even you and will use He will patiently pursue you with every possibility, including technology, and can you believe it, even Facebook and YouTube. To try and get your attention to let you know how deeply God loves you. This is the God we serve. And I believe that this purpose, this plan, this patient pursuing and using every possibility shows us really the very motherly heart of God. Because just like that sheep that we watched the video of, who gets right out of the, out of the, the ditch and then in one foul leap ends up right back in it. Moms, I know. You have seen and you have helped your kids because your purpose is that they should know that they are loved and your plan is to go and to help them and give them the resources and use every possibility to patiently pursue them all the way home and this shows us the heart of our god the very motherly heart of our god is that okay for me to say on mother's day And so I want to say to you today, have you, have you online, have you given your heart to this God who, like a mom, doesn't want anyone, even you, no matter what you've done, to be lost, but has sent his one and only son to seek and to save you? And he was willing to patiently pursue you today, just like any mom would do for any of their kids. And he would use every possible and possibility, including dying in agony on a cross and being raised to new life. So that you could be brought into the purposes of God who doesn't want anyone to be lost. But will continue to say, send Jesus. And now Jesus will go in you and invite you to begin to learn 
how to patiently pursue others and use every possibility. Just like Pastor Kyle talked about last week, that settle down, seek the welfare of the city, and God will bless you. And we pray for them. And we begin to, in that, that time, it was like God was beginning through that grace that goes ahead of time to say, settle in. I want you to see what it's like for me. Because I don't want anyone, including those Babylonians, to be lost. And I'm going to send you to, to send to talk about Jesus. And you're going to... Use every possibility to patiently pursue them and show them. This is our God. And His motherly heart is going to send you. It's going to send us to patiently pursue. He's going to continue to teach us. Just like this shepherd And just like any mom would do. What a great, great message for Mother's Day. I was talking with Lori. I was saying, I don't normally do like a a straight up Mother's Day sermon. And it's nothing against Hallmark or an invented holiday or anything like that. But as I saw this scripture, my heart was just joined to it. Like, yes, this this is what good moms do. They have purpose. They have plan. They patiently pursue and use every possibility. And this is what our God is like. So I'm going to invite you to bow your heads and close your eyes. And if you have never surrendered your heart to the God who is not willing that anyone should perish, but gave His one and only Son as part of the plan, So that you could see him patiently pursue you in every possibility to get your attention. If you've never surrendered to this God, I'm going to invite you to do that today. You can do this online too, right where you are. Just repeat after me. Father, thank you for having a mother's heart. Thank you for not being willing to let any of us perish. Thank you for having a plan that you would send Jesus to seek and to save even me. Thank you for that grace that goes before where you are patiently pursuing me even when I continue to find myself running into a ditch after ditch after ditch. And Thank you for using every possibility, including A message like today on Mother's Day to get my attention. Father, in Jesus' name, I surrender to you. I want to be a part of your purpose in the world. So forgive me and cleanse me. Continue to patiently pursue me. Use every possibility to get my attention, and teach me how to patiently pursue others. And to use every possibility to invite them to come to church, to engage in a conversation. Thank you 
for this grace that goes before us. Thank you for continuing your purpose in the world. Thank you for Jesus. Father, for those of us who have been in church a long time, sometimes it is easy for us to forget about your purpose because we've already said yes to your plan. We've said yes to Jesus and we've said those prayers and we said them a long time ago and now we've just kind of gotten into a rut and into a routine. So remind us today, use a message like this today to remind us that we're called into your purposes. And we are now called the body of Christ who was sent to seek and to save those who were lost. Teach us once again in a day and age where patience is not a virtue, but it's looked down upon as being taken advantage of. Teach us once again to patiently pursue those who are lost. Teach us and show us new resources that will help us to use every possibility to invite others into your purpose, to say yes to your plan, and to join us impatiently pursuing and using every possibility. Father, forgive us as a church where we have forgotten this. And restore to us the power of the Spirit that enables us to join you in your purpose and in your plan to seek and to save the lost. For if we forget that, it's like we had forgotten our own mother. So don't let us just sit here, turn our hearts towards others, renew our call to your purpose and your plan. For we pray and we ask all of these things in the name of the Father who is for us, in the name of the Son who is with us, and in the name of the Spirit who is in us, one God forever and ever. Amen. Happy Mother's Day, moms. Thank you so much. Would you stand and receive this blessing? Would you online stand? You can still receive a blessing even though you're online. It goes through the airwaves. And now, may you, yes, you, even you, and even you online, may you surrender your heart and know the joy of salvation. Surrendering to God's purposes and His plan in Jesus, who came to seek and to save you, who has been patiently pursuing you, and using every possibility to get your attention, may you receive the joy of knowing His love. And you, all, who are called according to His purposes which is that none would be lost, that we would join in His plan as the body of Christ. May you all seek and save that which is lost. And may you patiently pursue and use every possibility to turn someone's attention, not to yourself, but to Jesus. I pray this in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit, one God, forever and ever. Amen. Go in His strength. Go in His purpose and His plan. And may you patiently pursue 
with all that he has given you and every resource. Go. Have a great Mother's Day. God bless you. Go in his name. Amen. Thank you for joining us online. Thank you for tuning in to Cross Communities Podcast. We hope you will join us next week.